0: I've never been the kind to wait for consensus, though. I mean, I just think I think. I I was telling a buddy the other day, he was trying to make a big decision, and not everybody was on board. I said, "Hey, man, you can't lead through consensus all the time. And every once in a while, you just got to make the call. But if you do that, you got to be willing to deal with the consequences of being wrong. And and, you know, hey, what are the consequences of of being wrong here? I'll take them." Like, if, if, if the proposition is we're going to end suicide, and I'm not waiting around for everyone to agree with me, we're just going to start doing the things that takes to end suicide. Okay. I, like, if we're wrong over time, but things are, but we've made a difference, then, you know, that's like winning the Super Bowl by one point. I mean, it's not, it's not a loss, right? And you're, you're accountable for the effort of your days, not necessarily the outcome of your days. You know, what you did with your time and how you try to use it and what you tried to improve. Um, it's not Ruby's cube, right? You don't solve the puzzle and hey, I'm done, right? It's like, you got to pick these enduring undying efforts and just be willing to war with it every day, knowing that you'll maybe never see the outcome personally, right?
1: Hey y'all, my name is Brian McCartney, founder of the 38 Challenge and host of the 38 Challenge podcast. The 38 Challenge is a 501c3 nonprofit organization in memory of my brother, United States Marine Corps Captain Matthew Brewer, who died by suicide in 2021. Every week, I invite some of the most elite special operators, athletes, and business leaders in the world to share their unique mental health battles and how vulnerability helped pull them out of these dark times. Our vision is to create a society where vulnerability is seen as the greatest sign of strength, and you can help us get there by rating and reviewing this podcast. Warning, this podcast often addresses the topic of suicide. If you are thinking of taking your own life, please call the National Suicide Helpline at 988 and press 1 if you are a veteran. Nothing is stronger than asking for help. Now, for this week's episode. This podcast will be a little bit different. Um, Clint's kind of hijacked it. Yeah. Uh, and I love the
0: way that's Yeah, coming. I like your idea. Here's mine. It's better. So, no, but, but it's one of these podcasts that I don't think you'll do unless you're somewhat forced to, you know. Because, uh, one, I, I know you. And then, two, I remember being a young— young guy and i think when you're doing long duration efforts and i think when you're warring against a dragon that's slow to die you have to celebrate and you have to program in these moments of reflection um otherwise it becomes sisyphus you know eternally rolling the rock uphill. and so you had a great idea to have a podcast and we'll do that we'll do kind of round with more time yeah yeah. but what i want to do is i want to slow down and and just think about what's been done by the 38 Challenge and you and what you've seen other people do. And, you know, you got two 38 Challenges under the belt. And there's stories that have been told and reflections that it had and, and victories that have been won. And I, I wanted to steal the podcast in order to force you and your teammates and those who have poured in a 38 Challenge to not acknowledge what's been done with a sense of completion, right? Because um, it's not over. And then, and and but, but I do think it's important that um, you're able to. It's what I told you over at TCU. I was like, "Hey, man, you need to find five, seven, ten minutes. Just sit back. Yeah, look at all this. Don't talk to anyone. Don't let anyone talk to you. But look at what wouldn't be here had you not put the pain to work. And what?
1: I would like you to do for me is to challenge me and, and my vulnerability on this episode sure, as well too because sure. pe- people know my story and yeah. the, and they know why I've done all these things and they sometimes the, I think they look at me and they think that like for some like I haven't figured out like mental health wise but like man I I think God wants us to have this conversation today because this week's been tough for me bro sure like this week I had a lot of those feelings of inadequacy sure of not doing enough yeah of you know feeling like like you said this is never going to work like yeah. a, imposter syndrome so many of those yeah. things yeah. i felt yeah. this week yeah. so i think that'd be it'd be really helpful for me yeah to reflect on the things that
0: we've done well first i don't need your permission to do anything so i'm gonna do what i want to anyway right? <laughs> I, I know no i'm kidding i'm not but I'm not am. kidding. Uh, but <laughs> <At> but <all. laughs> but i do think it's important that you you have those moments right and so so let's i mean here i'll just come out of the, kind of off the top ropes with a bear hug instead of an elbow <clears throat> and ask you on that day when we sat in my couch up, 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 up in my office, you were at the couch, I was at my desk and mm-hmm. I remember just looking at you going, hey man, you need to put this pain to work or it's gonna eat you alive, right? And you, you said, okay, it, w- w- without any real, here's what you were certain of, you were certain of, I-, I know I need to put the pain to work. I know the problem I wanna war with and I know the number 38 is gonna be in there somewhere, right? right so, so that was at its inception that's what you knew as you stood up from that couch you know almost 2 years ago yeah um could you have foreseen the path that you've been on the friends that you've made um the 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 events that the you and your team have of have, have pulled together the camaraderie and championship and 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 and, and the favor you've earned, like could you have imagined any of that?
1: No, man, I definitely not. And so, for the people who don't know, yeah. So, Clint recruited Matt to play football at the academy, mm. and that's when I knew you. Since we mm-hmm. since we were super young, you're young, super young.
0: Um, you're in like fourth grade or something. Yeah, like like
1: really young. And when Matt was going through transition, mm-hmm. remember. I was like, dude, you should reach out to Clint. Yeah. And he I remember him looking at me and and we had a conversation. He was like, I can't, man. Like I because of whatever he was dealing with internally, he felt ashamed. Sure. And And then you reached out to me. And then I reached out to you and was like, and I think when Matt was alive, right? And I yeah. said, Yeah. And then I called Matt. Yeah and, yeah.
0: and Matt and I were this was uh during the new year, during the Christmas of the New Year. We we're gonna try to get together and we talked briefly and just kind of said hey man i know it's tough and what you're going through reinvention's always a son of a gun right and and, uh and um yeah and i you know i i I think all of us have the things we should have done more of or less of or yeah i I wish i would have been more effective in those conversations and more adamant about him coming down and hanging out but you know we all have that (laughs) capacity for revisionist history right but right um but yeah so i you know i got to talk to him uh, over the holidays before because of you because you're like hey why don't you reach out to matt right
1: right and and so once he died you were the first person who because i was i was at tcu in fort worth and i was mm-hmm. like hey man can i i would love to talk and catch up with you and because i knew that you would be someone who could help me process the things i was i was going through and then we were in that moment where I was on your couch and then you said put this pain to work and next thing you know we're talking about this idea of an exercise that raises awareness and commemorates my brother and and all this stuff and you know, asking if if I would envision of any of that to turn into what it is now, absolutely not.
0: And And to be faithful to the scenario, here's kind of, you're not wrong, but here's a little bit how it went down. Hey man, are you okay? Yeah man, I'm okay. Okay, no, you're not, get over here. All right, I'll come over there, right? Because we're all expected to say we're okay. That's the knee-jerk response to the question. Yep. But it's impossible to be okay when you're enduring what you've been doing, right? So then you came over and, and then, yeah, I mean, you're laying it all out there, how you feel, how it's going on, what's going on through your head, Would you wish you would have done more or less of. Was, and, and then uh, it, was, well, it was great for me. And I said, hey, man, you got to put this pain to work. Like, there was no indecision. There, were, there was no waffling. There was no maybe or I will soon or I'm thinking about it. It was, okay, I want to do this in the number 38. I mean, I, I, if I recall correctly, I think it was within within that first conversation where the concept of a 38-minute, or a thirty-eight repetition, kind of workout tribute workout came up. I mean, I, I think you started putting the pain to work in that conversation with some clarity, even in that conversation. Yeah, and then yeah, that's
1: that's exactly how it went down. We started talking about you know, the Murph challenge and these different yeah. these different ways, and it's like okay, oh, well, how can we do something similar? surrounded around mental health surrounded around
0: and you were asking questions about carry the load and and why. and and one of the things you know carry the load has an element of physicality to it because you you know i had a really great friend well chris kyle and i were talking one time and he just started working out again he just looks like a savage i said what are you doing man how are you working out so much and he goes good pain pushes out bad pain And i always love that right Mm -hmm. and um the deliberate imposition of, of 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 purposeful pain like pain that i own i'm the author of right it's like oil and water like you jam enough water down and the oil will come out right so it was so it was that concept of physicality and, and you know and the physicality is part of it's a tribute to matt i mean yeah 100%. Matt, Matt's yeah. physicality is, is somewhat legendary right you know and uh so it was like matt was probably at his best when everyone else was extraordinarily <laughs> uncomfortable, yeah, right? yeah exactly, so to create an environment where, in some ways you're you're bonded with him again, yeah, because of being in that state of purposeful physical pain, but it was really cool to see how it all kind of came together relatively quickly and and, and with a thirty eight as a symbolic thing you know thirty eight I remember telling you 38 is, 38 is a football player's number right because For sure. Because it's it's not like 34 Walter Payton, 51 Dick Buckus, you know, 88 Mike Irvin. I was it's 38. It's like, that's a dude who wants to play football so much. Like, man, all we got is 38. Like, I got it. I'll take it right. You know? It, right. I mean, there's some wonderful 38s out there. There's some, you know, famous ones. And, you know, Larry Zonker was 39. But 38's just a guy who loves football's number. He doesn't care what number you give him. that's He just wants to play. And right?
1: I think if it was any other number... It would not be the thir- the thirty seven challenge doesn't have the same ring to it. No, nah, 30- there's symmetry
0: to it, man. The thirty 30- too many reps. Yeah, and one hundred percent, yeah. And and, the, and and the beautiful thing, even as we talk about it right now, like there's symmetry to thirty eight. You know, it's it's it, and, and and so it was it was really cool to watch how the thing was kind of coalescing in your head, and then how quickly it was for you to go to the prop. I mean, I watched you in the very early days go from. Being worried about having you know champions, teammates, advocates right. to stewarding all the champions, teammates, and advocates—the better problem to have. Right. But the way to steward stewardship is challenging, right? Mm-hmm. But 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 it was it was awesome to watch you go from man, how am I going to pull this off? To man, what do I do with this amazing mm-hmm. person that wants to help and all these other things? So so yeah, I mean, I I think you would be it'd be fair for you to. Um, and I think that's always how you know you're doing something God wants you to do is when when you have these periodic states, of uh, seasons of reflection, it's more than you could have ever done on your own, right? And, and I think you can sit there very comfortably knowing that this is more than you maybe had imagined.
1: Yeah. And I will say that I think the mission is so important and that's why we have so many so many champions and it's now. universal yeah and it and it really is and it's because vulnerability and suffering with other people right and everyone is impacted by by mental health and that's the reason why it, yeah. it, it's moving at the pace it is because it's like people are, who, no matter who you are you need this because vulnerability and talking to someone about your yeah about your emotions it helps you in every aspect of of your life. And I think that people, once they experience it and experience the challenge and experience someone like yourself going up there and, and speaking on the importance of vulnerability and then suffering with people who have been through so much, like it just creates this
0: community. Well, it's physics, you know, at the end of the day. And I think I I told you this too, I don't remember, but one of the things that we said, I've said this for years and I I don't, I I think I said it to you, but I'm not sure, but I I know I've said it to my daughters. And I tell him, like, hey, vulner- vulnerability is like bleeding down pressure. Like water is the most powerful force in all of nature, right? You can cut with it. You can do all these other things. And water is always going to win, right? So water and, water and emotions for me are kind of a, an interesting analogy because, you know, water is going to get out. And it's either going to get out as steam. And you're going to isolate, pressure is going to build up, and you're just going to cook off, right? Or it's going to be ice. You're just going to freeze up and all that stuff, or you can dose it out as water, which mm-hmm. is vulnerability, right right so it's like relieving the pressure off the system by dripping out the water that's that's, that's pushing up against and and, red, and redlining the seams of your humanity right and that's what vulnerability is vulnerability is bleeding down that pressure that's that's going to uh, produce a bad effect if it's not treated
1: right. So when you hear the word vulnerability, like how would you, obviously you just gave that, that amazing visual picture of mm-hmm. it, but how would
0: you define it if you were to give it vulnerability? At I, a so face? for me, the word vul- vulnerability and authenticity, mm-hmm. I don't know if Webster's would say they're synonyms, but to me they are, right? I mean, that's the, they're parallel, right? Uh, you know, authenticity is what you call vulnerability when you're not scared. Right. When you're scared, you call it vulnerability. Yeah. When you're not scared, it's called authenticity. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm. I, there may be English professors all across the United States rolling their eyes. Who cares? But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 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 but, but I mean, at least for me, like it's authenticity and vulnerability are your synonyms, right? And and again, I, again, I'll, I'll just say it again, I, I think authenticity is what you call vulnerability when you're not scared of what other people think as much, right? Mm,
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that and. I will say that with being authentic and if we're using them as synonyms, right. Cause yeah. I, like I could, you're not afraid of being vulnerable
0: anymore. I'm not, not anymore. I'm, I'm not. I'm, well, I, I'm as much. Right. Right. That's a good, that's as a good much. Point. I, I think it's, I think, I think it's disingenuous to say that here's what I tell you. I'm not as concerned about being authentic about as many things. Uh, as anymore. I mean, there are still those dragons you're trying to slay all the time, right? But but what I've found is the the freedom and the companionship that comes. I mean, very rarely you're the only person feeling something, and the authentic person is the one that gives everybody else permission to feel it out loud too, right? Right.
1: Yeah, and I think I was wrong in saying that you're not afraid to show vulnerability anymore because I think that we, you you always are and you always will be. I always and sure. i am, i always am as well but we understand how much it helps and you
0: always get that uncomfortable feeling in your gut right
1: yeah man Be- before showing forward. that's a fear
0: i mean that's a phenomenon you know it's like you know hey i'm about to tell everybody something i'm afraid of and you crack that ramp at twenty thousand feet and you're about to jump out like that's in the like the amygdala is doing the same thing regardless of which one it is right so there's a physiology of fear uh, and you got to work through it but you know i think I think it's like burdening yourself. Like every unshared secret is two things. One, it's a disadvantage to anybody that could have learned from you. Like, if I let you hit the thing that I hit, you know, if you have any of my scars, then one of two things happened. Either I was a coward, I didn't tell you about them or your meathead because i told you you did it anyway right yeah <laughs> which i have lots of those i have a lot of scars where guys are like hey Clint, if you do this, this is what happen. I'm like yeah whatever i'm clint bruce and then i come back later and he's like hey remember that thing <laughs> remember that thing you're just gonna happen like uh, apparently clint bruce doesn't matter at all <laughs> if anything is worse right? right so but one of the things i was telling a, i think i've said this to you and i said it to another guy earlier today i said you know shame is the shovel that satan will use to bury you and regrets different. Like, for, for me, regret is not a bad word, right? It's a uh, regret is mining that mistake for every ounce of value possible. All the I wish I would have, I wish I would not knows, never again, always, right? Um, but as measured in time, every second past that extraction of value is shame. And uh, time's the one thing we all have the same amount of, right? And so so shame is like the reckless use of that, which you'll never get back of. When I use time, when, when I go past that moment of regret and I just marinate and fixate on that thing, I wish I would've done differently. that I articulate that as shame and it's irrecoverable, right? And the biggest thing I have with that is oh, we, we miss people. You miss people, I miss people, everybody watching this misses people, right? And I just feel like one of the worst things we can ever do is waste time that those we love and miss no longer have. Mm. And when you look at shame as a waste of time, then it becomes it begins to be very significant, right? You know, so that five seconds I feel where I'm not, you know, where I'm marinating on this thing I've already learned from. I don't get that five seconds back. Mm and what I would do to have five more seconds with my dad, right? Right. So so for me, you know, uh, authenticity, vulnerability, it's kind of freedom and it's unfettered. It's like taking the shackles off. And I'm not a gifted runner to begin with. I know everyone watching this is like, that man is a gazelle. Yeah, he's an, it, alter, uh, he's an ultra marathon it, Downhill, <laughs> I smoke most people on a downhill run, right? Gravity is my friend, but it's like, running with ankle weights when you could just take them off, right, so there's no amount of freedom so to it.
1: so we were talking about telling stories about yeah. things I've realized, right, so it's the perfect time to tell this story, so I was it was like a Tuesday night, and it was about seven o'clock, and I had a long day man like and this last Tuesday night? no this was okay. a this was a Tuesday night, yeah this was yeah, a tuesday night but know. but not long ago at all, it was actually between it was between the 38 challenge in dallas and between the 38 challenge in st louis oh yeah so i was like that's prime for attack right there so yeah. i was like dude i was burnt out man sure. and i was i was so tired and i was just just moved down to austin and it was late at night and i like could barely get the energy to walk my dog downstairs to take him out to the, to the dog park mm-hmm. and we went downstairs we went out to the dog park and then we went outside and there's it was me and this other guy there he was walking his dog and I had my I had my hood up, and a sweatshirt in the middle of Texas in the mm-hmm. summer. So that's, you say know, it was a long yeah, day. Yeah. Had my head, had my headphones in, had my hat forward. I was like, I do not want to talk to anyone right now. Go down to the dog park, see this guy with his dog. We make eye contact. You know me. Yeah. I'm gonna say something to him. Yeah.
0: Say, hey, man. Now it's weird. Yeah. Now it's weird right. if I don't exactly like, I exactly. So I say, hey man. There's like a whole Seinfeld episode on that. Like I gotta say something. You now, got to. Just you.
1: Yeah. And I, and I was like I was like. Say, hey man, like how's it going? Mm-hmm. And I hate that question. How I, I hate the surface level. And that's exactly what I was doing. Especially I, at 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And especially like how do you think it's going? It's two AM in yeah, the morning. Right. And I was like, I was like, hey, like I do it, it was it wasn't 2 a.m. but it was late. Yeah. Um but it was like I was asking as a surface surface level sure. question. Sure. And he goes, Hey, what's up? We get to talking a little bit. He goes, I said, you know, what brings you down to Austin? What do you do? And he tells me what he does. And then he says, Well, what do you do? I said uh, again don't want to yeah. don't want have this conversation so I go uh you know work work for a nonprofit and he goes oh cool like what what is that I was like ah we do we do uh suicide prevention he goes oh he goes like for just people I was like we, we do we do veteran suicide uh prevention but yeah we 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 work with all types of people and he just stops mm. and he goes like he got really uncomfortable and he goes just long silence, and he goes, I, and I could see him physically get uncomfortable He goes, yeah. I, I, I know what it's like. So fast forward to early, so fast forward to that Sunday before this Tuesday, I was listening to a, a sermon, and the whole message on this sermon was to allow God to slow you down. Oh, yeah. So that you can be more. Of use. Right, so you can be more of use, and so you can love people more fully. And I thought back to that, and I was like, Ugh. I do not want to do this vulnerability shit right, today. Right. I was like, I was like, not today, yeah. man. Like, I do it's not working hour
0: stuff, man. Yeah, I was
1: like, I was like, I do not want to do this vulnerability shit. I was like, like screw being vulnerable. Like, I do not want to. And then, but I remembered back to that sermon, and I remember, and I was like, there's a reason why I prayed this prayer this morning. Yeah. And God wants me to ask this, this guy why. And so I said, How do you know? How do you know what it's like? Mm-hmm. Like, why does this mean a lot to you? Turns out that his best friend two years. Before he was a a ranger, and had taken his life, mm. and this guy, I was the first person he'd ever told talked about it. Wow! And when I tell you, because we talked about how uncomfortable it is to show vulnerability, yeah, man. I mean, this guy was,
0: it's palpable.
1: Yeah, like literally, like he, like I, th- I literally thought like he mm. might have been having a heart attack. Like he was, he was holding his stomach. He was like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I was like, I was like, dude, you can do it. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, how? How can you talk about this? Like how, like this is so hard for me. Yeah. And this is the first time where I'd ever seen being vulnerable. Like I could see someone needing to let out. So physical manifestation. It was the physical manifestation of him holding in something for so long that he just needed to let out. And I was just at late at night. My my previous mindset turned to complete passion. Sure. And I was like, man, like. He goes, how can you do this? Like, how how are you? Why are you so strong? I said, dude, I'm not. Like, I said, we are the same, brother. The fact is, I've just done it a lot, and I just talk about it a lot. I think I told
0: you one time, like, it doesn't get easier; it does get better. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want missing my dad to be easier. I just want to get better at missing my dad. Right. I I don't want to miss my dad less. I just want to be better at missing my dad. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to miss these dudes that were in Matt's my brotherhood less. I just want to miss them better. Right.
1: Exactly, and
0: yeah, and that's
1: and talking about it, yeah, and asking for help when you need it, and having people who have the same shared experiences or similar experiences. That's how
0: that's how it gets better. Hundred percent. There's this prayer. I think it's Second Chronicles twenty. I think it's like five or something. I could be wrong, but there's a king Jehoshaphat. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. (laughs) Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. Something like that. Also not a historian. Yeah, and, but he's a king. He's a, a king of Judah, and I minister mean, around on both sides, and there's people around him. And this was his prayer, right? And the, and, and the tremendous burden of supposed to, I'm supposed to have an answer. I'm the leader, right? That's what you always feel all the time when you're the leader. And his prayer was this, in front of all those people, God, I don't know what to do. Like, out loud in front of God, right. I don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You wouldn't talk about vulnerability. It's just like, hey, you're you're king. You're supposed to be in charge. And his prayer was, hey, I don't know what to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to declare it in front of everyone. right? I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. but my eyes are on you. And, and if you read through the rest of the story, he didn't lose the favor loyalty, trust, affection of any of his any of his people, right? And the, you know how many times they don't know what to do, and everybody's a leader at some level of the ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 it's okay to not have an answer sometimes, right? If anything, that's the best way to get to an answer, right? Because either there isn't one, or somebody has it, or you're going to come up with it with somebody else, right? But that, yeah, I don't know, right?
1: You know, and so question for you: so how, as being an incredible mentor and leader how does
0: vulnerability play into being a good leader? Oh man, let me tell you what. I, I've been incredibly blessed to be around leaders that never really acted like they knew everything. I, I, I the perfect people make me nervous, cause I'm not, I don't like being around perfect people. It makes mm-hmm. me feel less than, man. Right? Yeah. So when a leader is like, man, I don't know how to do this. What would you do? It doesn't make me question. It just, it makes me want to be around them more cause now I know I'm needed, right? So I just, as, as much as I appreciated the um uh humanity of the people that have been around me that i've learned from because you gave me permission to be imperfect too i've i've tried to be that way around other people i've tried to try to live out loud and, and 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 show the failings in such a way that the person who thinks they're the only one that you know, oh man clint wrestles there too like yeah bro like 100 percent. so i i don't know man i just my, my father was like that and the and the leaders and warriors and coaches and athletes I've been around most that 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 in my mind have been the most successful in an enduring way. There's a difference between being successful and then being successful in an enduring way when you're successful over and over again. One of the qualities they've always had is humility, authenticity, and curiosity. Right. So it's the hack to sustain performance is humility, authenticity, and curiosity. Right. And I've just never. It's it's just it's. Um, It's one of those behaviors I've seen modeled so consistently and so significantly in the people I admire the most that you got to incorporate into how you do things, too. And I think that those
1: those three words talk about synonyms. I think if you add them together, that would be when people think of vulnerability a lot of the times they
0: think of those three words and if yeah. you add them together i mean that's that the process be, like it, right. if we were to do a math equation which is super scary if I'm not, <laughs> <you> know, humility <laughs> equals vulnerability plus authenticity plus curiosity right and you know it's simple math but it's it's it, it, that's how it, that's what it adds up to when you do those three things in my experience right not exclusively there's probably some other things there that we're missing or maybe better ways to describe it but when you have humil- humility, authenticity, and, and curiosity, one, you're facilitating an environment where people can be vulnerable, and then, two, you're you you're doing it yourself. Hmm. 100%. You know, if it's me, it's going to be simple math, man. It's just yeah. like pluses and minuses. Dude, it's the only way to do no it. No square roots, none of the squiggly div- divide things.
1: Right. Yeah, there's an equation that I'm trying to, to – uh, to figure out which is like the it's but it's a, along the same path. And it's right now a lot of people view vulnerability equals weakness. Right? But that's not the case. So we have to debunk that. So it's or no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, people people they associate vulnerability, vulnerability with, with weakness. weakness. Yeah, so vulnerability equals weakness. Right? But what is strength? When I think of strength, I think of protecting, right? You're protecting other people, you're protecting your beliefs, you're protecting your you know, you're protecting yourself. Yeah. When, when I think of being strong, right, you well
0: think about it. If we're doing the word association game, right? Do you think strength and courage are associated with each other? Yeah. Strength, and courage, right? Yeah. What is courage? It's action in the face of fear. Right. So therefore the person that doesn't um Act in the face of fear isn't demonstrating courage. Therefore, isn't strong. Exactly. I mean, that's that's courage is action in the face of fear. And then if if you're not doing something because you're afraid of it, it's not courageous. Therefore, it's not strong. Correct and showing that act of courage,
1: whether it be seeking help, whether it be admitting that you don't know something, yeah. Whether it be having a hard conversation, that. All is courage. It's courage, and if courage e- it's strong, if therefore if vulnerability equals courage, then vulnerability also equals strength. It's a simple math. Boom! We just did it. Just uh, we'll, we'll write that on a whiteboard. Write it down, and then we'll sell it to mathematicians. Um, I wanted to go back to a point we were talking about. I don't know if we got it on
0: before we started, but this is when I was yelling Lucas about talking bad about all my. Yeah. Technology. When Lucas, in here. Well, yeah. only Lucas is shitting on all your, uh, I know. G- I was <laughs> like, it's mic, man. Like, the voice makes
1: it the mic, not the mic makes the man. Huh? Um, but one of the things we talked about. I think I was
0: much ruder than that. Like, lovingly. I was lovingly. Like,
1: he, yeah, we, he's, he's great at what he does, but, um, one of the things we were talking about is the fact that what we're striving towards, this dragon, as you call it, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's not like it's never going to happen, right? Like there's like yeah. like we won't
0: live in a society. it's utopia. Exactly, it's Camelot, right? Right. Maybe. Maybe it's 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 you know I I think we could give ourselves permission that we could one day end the phenomenon of suicide right? I think it's encouraging to think that, and 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 um, I I don't think we're wise enough to be able to say it would never happen, right? So good point. Um, but but it is going to be a long duration effort to, to try to get there right so and because it is so we had to create these moments of reflection and celebration
1: exactly and and going back to that those reflection and celebration, I think that the reason why the 38 challenge is what it is mm-hmm. and why it will be what it what it will be is because there's not an end result, right? Yeah. Like I don't think like there's nothing when you people ask what will it turn into, what could it turn into, you know, where is it at now? It's like we don't know because we have to strive. That is my goal is to strive to a society where suicide doesn't exist. Whether Mm -hmm. that's possible or not, we don't know. But you better believe that every single day for the I'm not gonna
0: I'm not gonna seed that ridgeline, right? You know? I'll acknowledge the the, the audacity, the endeavor, but you know you're gonna have to prove to me that we're wrong but and, and until then that's the end state
1: right and then a lot of times when people say, you know I'll tell them about what we do, what mm-hmm. our mission is mm-hmm. to eliminate suicide through s- challenging the stigma associated with showing vulnerability and mm-hmm. seeking help, almost every response is the same, and they say, Hell yeah, I love that, but also good luck." Like yeah, it's so ingrained into, and that, it, it's always acknowledged that's so needed.
0: Yeah, I, I've never been the kind to of wait for consensus, though. I mean, I just think I think he, he, I, I was telling a buddy the other day, he was trying to make a big decision, and not everybody was on board. I said, "Hey, man, you can't lead through consensus all the time. And every once in a while, you just got to make the call. But if you do that, you got to be willing to deal with the consequences of being wrong." And and, you know, hey, what are the consequences of, of being wrong here? I'll take them. Like, if if the proposition is we're going to end suicide, and I'm not waiting around for everyone to agree with me, we're just going to start doing the things that takes end suicide. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're wrong over time, but things are, but we've made a difference, then you know, that's like winning the Super Bowl by one point. I mean, it's not, it's not a loss, right? Exactly. And you're you're accountable for the effort of your days, not necessarily the outcome of your days, mm-hmm. and what you did with your time and how you tried to use it and what you tried to improve. Um, it's not Rubik's Cube, right? You don't solve the puzzle and I'm done, right? It's like you got to pick these enduring undying efforts and just be one to war with it every day, knowing that you'll maybe never see the outcome personally, right?
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's something, as I mentioned earlier, Like that's something that I've been struggling with is like, are you doing enough? Yeah. You know, are you, um, cause some days you're not going to see well,
0: and this is where you got to get outside your head, man. Like right. you, you're not, you, you know, it's, it's, I was having a conversation with a great guy and he was just talking about reconciling with his kids. And one, I think he's a fantastic father, but two, you know, we got, that's the metric. That's the one we worry about the most. Right. And I said, man, did you teach your kids to be honest, direct, forthright and candid? And he's like, yeah. I said, um, but they're lying when they tell you you're a good dad. So they're honest, forthright, forthright, candid, and direct with everyone except for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're only liars when they say, "Hey, you're a great dad." Right. And he's like, "Huh? Well, like you gotta have the audacity to believe the people." David's a fascinating man in the Bible. He's encouraging, right? Because David'll make you feel good about yourself. One hundred percent, messed up cat. Yeah. At yeah. But. And I, I don't, you know, I didn't go to seminary. I could be wrong on this. And, um, but David writes his own death song, right? Very poetic guy. And in his death song, he kind of says, hey, God found me faultless, and he blessed me because of my uh, righteousness, right? And, and because he says it, everyone's like, well, he must have written that early, you know, because he couldn't say that with any authenticity towards the end of his days, if right. you look at what he did. And I disagree with that. I think he wrote it as he was dying. And why I think David could write that is he had the simple audacity to just believe God. And God said, hey, if you confess and repent, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. So I think he was like, he confessed and he wrote that verse and... uh, from the time he confessed it, wrote it, he hadn't sinned again, right? Now maybe like forty-five seconds after that, he thought about boobs or something like that. He said, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't can't write it now, right? <laughs> you know, it was like Bashy, uh, but but I think David's gift was he just kind of took God literally, and when God says, "Hey, this is it." Okay, you know. And if you think about it, like that's what we really ought to do with the people, the people we love the most, when they tell us. The good things we got to listen to them because we listen to them when there's also the bad things too. Mm-hmm. So I tell you positive things. I tell you you listen when I tell you negative things. But when I tell you positive things, all of a sudden I'm a liar. So I think we have to step out of our own inner dialogue when we're trying to measure effect, especially when we're aggressive, kind of naturally hypercritical people. You know. So so I I think you know have the nerve to believe the people around you. When they tell you you're doing a great job, that's a that is,
1: I love that point, and that's one of the things I struggle with. Is th- like when se- some people say positive things, yeah. uh, that's exactly what I said. I always think like well, they're just being nice.
0: Yeah, exactly, or like. Thank when you. have you ever known me to just be nice? Yeah, like, that's like, a good point. If I give you guys, I don't like doing it. I don't like saying nice. Well, that's things a good. To you. It, you know, it's a good. So nice. when I say nice things to you, you have to believe them because I'm not particularly enjoying it. Exactly. I'm not enjoying saying nice things. It's just easier to be mean. Yeah. <laughs> so So yeah. I'm saying nice things. Me, I mean, I guess so because I know you don't want to say that. And saying nice
1: things to someone is also a form of vulnerability. Right? Yeah. Like you are, you are putting yourself out there um, when you say that. So I love that point that you just made because it makes me. It's a different perspective on it because it's like, yeah, like this, peop- this person is trying to be genuine with yeah. you. They're trying to tell you something positive and they're trying to help you. Well,
0: think about that. Like, you, you, who are you to tell me I don't mean what I say? Right? Like, you get pretty indignant when you tell someone, and they're like, you know, this is my big issue with Amy. I say, you know, baby, look beautiful. I, mean, I said, hey, listen, d- don't argue with me. Like, I, was, <laughs> I, like I don't want to get in a debate on whether you're beautiful or like, Yeah, but no, just say thank you. I don't want to argue with you. Like, I love you. You're beautiful. Just. You know, like, I'm not lying, right? So, like, you know, I don't like when 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 people question what I'm trying to say. So let people say what they, and believe them, you know, especially if you're running around with true tellers. If you're running around with true tellers, all of a sudden they're lying when they say good stuff. Uh, that makes sense, right? So, right. That's a great point. or any questions you want to ask me? Before you- I felt or? like I had a good one. And then I also remember I have TBI and ADH and a variety of other acronyms.
1: Oh, let's talk uh, Let's talk talk about TBI real quick. Yeah. Will you pledge your brain to Project on list? I
0: think I already did, didn't I? Why did you pledge your brain? I uh, think you probably I'll, did. I'm not using it anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it <was> like, it's <laughs> it was like, a, it ain't doing me any good. And, you know, and, uh, but yeah, man, like, listen, you want to be of If you can be of use every day that you're alive, and then continue to be of use afterwards. It's a pretty good gig. 100%. My kids don't want it. Right. I'll take it. <laughs> 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 um. Let me see. Uh, and, Rhonda, I don't mean to sound casual or trivial with the question and the answer, but, I mean. The, I think, you know, I mean, that's how. also the reality is, is like, I don't, I'm not using it anymore. Like, just someone get something out of it.
1: Right. Yeah, and I, and. You also are well versed in the area of yeah. of brain injuries, and we need a lot more research to be done. Yeah. the only way to do research is through brains. That's it. So Clint Bruce is here to tell you today.
0: That's right. about your brains. You want to do pull ups? How do you, you guys? How do I get better pull ups? How do I do pull ups? How do you get better run Run. Right. How do we learn more about the brain? Look at it. That's more brains. Yeah, more brains. More brains. Well, brother. Thank you, as always. No, man. Hey, listen. I, I wanted to – I, I, I hijack the whole purpose of this podcast because I know your nature is to think about the next thing. But in order to gain the fuel to do the next thing, you got to reflect upon how far this thing has come since that moment on the couch when I challenged you to put the pain to work. And the result is, like, without question, you have in a way that you should be proud of. Thank you brother In a way that you should be Encouraged by And even encouraged by More than you're proud of Right Because who wants to be proud Of having to do something Like this Right Right. But you know what I'm saying So but I I do think One of the ways you stay Engaged in the fight Is you acknowledge (coughs) Effort to date And and outcome to date Right That's how you That's how you keep Thankful
1: And I'll say One thing To kind of wrap it up But For me to Because you mentioned it Right Like Like I wish we never had. We talk about this all the time. Wish never I wish thirty eight challenge was not a thing. Sure. Yeah. But at the same time, like you have to acknowledge that I've met, like you said, I have stories now of, yeah. and I've met people and have.
0: It'd be impossible for you to feel alone.
1: Right, and it. I am such a better person because of w- the trauma that's been in my life, and because mm-hmm. of the thirty eight challenge, and yeah. it has presented me opportunities that I never would have had if my brother didn't die. So when people ask that question, it's so complicated. Yeah. Because it's like at like you I'm you're not thankful. Like you're not thankful that your brother's gone, but at the same time you're thankful for the opportunities that his the man that he was yeah. and the person that he was presents because it's going to when I look at the future of the 38 challenge and the amount of people that's mm-hmm. going to impact I mean, it's like we talked about in the yeah. beginning, he can help so many more people by God's right. side than he can. I like
0: to frame the answer to those questions in reality. So I look at the thing I can do something about and the thing I can't do something about. So I can't do something about the fact that my dad's gone and your brother's gone, right? So right. I can do something about what I do with those days that I have that they don't mm-hmm. and how I, what I do with that pain. Is it fuel or is it a great excuse for failure, right? I can right. do something about that. So I will. F- I will work to feel good about that, which I did, that I could do.
1: And all of this started to go back because you asked me how I was doing, and I said, I'm doing good. And you said, no, you're not. Yeah. And you, you forced me to be vulnerable, and you forced me to, to confront the issue and to take action on it.
0: And, and I did that because I've had guys do it to me. Hey, Clint, you good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Right. No, you're not. You're not good. How could you be good? Come here.
1: Yeah, and and that's... To the listeners that's that's our challenge i think for yeah. you is when someone said like don't be afraid to say you're not
0: good one of my favorite or, things to say to people now and and a friend of mine says it all the time and he's and he, the first time he said to me he just caught me off guard he's like, how are you doing good and he goes prove it huh? I like, prove it. so now occasionally I'm like how are you doing good and like, prove it you mean prove it? Yeah, prove, it. prove to me you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Why like, oh, are you doing oh. good? Why? Or, you know. Okay, hold on. Like, and sometimes you can't. Like, yeah, here's what I'm doing good. And hey, well, the girls are great. And also, say, oh, I'm doing good. Okay, cool. I just would not doubting you. I was just saying prove it. Right. And That's, then some, but sometimes
1: yeah. it could asking that other question. Why are you doing good? If, prove it. If you can't prove it, then it leads like, to a better
0: conversation. Hey, how the game go last night? Yeah. Good. Prove it. Well, we won. All right. That's proved fair. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure, but so that I, I think that
1: that's a great point because we need to be more intentional with yeah. when
0: we ask people how they're yeah. doing. See Lucas over here trashing my studio, Just <laughs> walk around judging stuff. I don't like your fluorescent light bulbs. You know what? You're an elitist. i don't like, shut up. I'm joking. Lucas, is like, who is this? <laughs> who is no, he'd, this? He'd,
1: who is this large, angry person? Trust me, he's he's perfectionist at, awesome. at, yeah, at, at what he does and it hey, annoys is, me all the time too this is good i'm proud of you man that's yeah. great i love you brother
0: love you too it was weird it was an awkward angle we wonder, pulled it off, pulled it off. <laughs> just what we do
1: all right clint bruce thank you brother next you time it, next time clint's on we're gonna be jumping into a uh deeper
0: you know the funny thing is is i think i already answered the question yeah i think you did too yeah because i mean that, that story doesn't change and right. I, I, I'm, I was honest the first time right? yeah so
1: true well your wisdom is always appreciated brother thanks man of course awesome cool